It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18. Plus. This is the Jiggy Jaguar Radio Show. Yay! Indeed, we're back. Live as live can get. Megan Barth going to be with us here in a few moments. That was our musical showcase. Bob Peck or Bob P. Peck or however the hell you pronounce his name. And uh, we are going to go <laughs> to Megan Barth. Our good friend Megan Barth from Reagan Babe is going to be with us here in a few moments. She's going to join us live here in just a few seconds. Megan, how are you, my friend? I'm doing good, thanks. James, how are you? Pretty good, actually. Now, uh, Megan, you, you are one of our most requested guests on the show. People love the heck oh. out of you. <laughs> I'll have That's to say. Great. We've Thank got uh, Megan Barthas today. ReaganBabe.com is the official website. We are going to bring in our co-host Jay Bird Wells here here in just a second and uh I I knew you two were going to hit it off swimmingly because uh she is uh sometimes on our Sunday show she is like our our lone conservative she uh <laughs> she is she she often feels like she's she's out out in the rain by herself there but um ReaganBabe.com. Uh, last time we had you on, you were in the process of rebranding everything, getting things uh, put together. H- how's that going for you, my friend? It's going very well. Um, not too much of a hiccup. It was a, quite an expense, quite an experience, a learning experience. But ReaganBabe.com is doing quite well, and it's an evolution from Reagan Baby. So there you have it. <laughs> That's awesome. That's awesome. Now, uh, Megan Barth with us today. I think Jay has joined us. Uh, Jay, can you hear me? Yeah. There we are. And uh, let's let's talk here. Uh, first of all, um, we got a lot well, a lot of ground to cover here w- with Megan. But but the first topic I want to get into is this uh, CNN situation. Uh, they are drawing a lot of backlash after threatening to uh, ID a Reddit user that was uh, behind this uh, Trump WWE video. Uh, what the heck is going on over there at CNN, Megan? If they didn't have enough problems already. Yeah, well, this really shows and demonstrates the force and the power of the media that they'll use against their political opponents. And one would never assume that media would be political, but we've all been exposed to just how political the media is. Uh, They've abandoned their ethical obligation to seek, find, and report the truth, and then let the people decide based on the facts they report. Instead, what they've become are activists of the Democrat Party, whereby they run headlines crafted carefully off of DNC talking points uh, in order to sabotage uh, this administration by any means possible. Uh, Investigative journalists at CNN, if there's any left or that exist, uh, don't bother trying to get to the bottom of a story or the collusion between Russia and the DNC or the Hillary campaign or the Barack Obama presidency or even the bottom of anonymous sources that they choose to publish as truth. Uh, instead, they go after a Reddit user 
who is reportedly a teenager, who knows, uh, but whatever his age is, they decide to put the full force and power and money behind their investigative journalism to find some random Reddit user who made a meme. Uh, and they and, and here's the kind of the dichotomy that they found themselves in. Uh, Brian Stetler and others at CNN said that this meme demonstrates violence, and uh, you know they are under attack, and they are receiving threats, and um, you know this careless uh, tweet that Donald Trump sent out is threatening uh, made the not only the major news networks but the journalists. Okay, um, well the Washington Post just published yesterday, Kill Fox and Friends, uh, but they remain silent about that headline. Um, they remain silent or dropped all references to the uh, assassination attempt of over 20 GOP congressmen sending Steve Scalise into intensive care where he still remains. Um, that's, not, that's not inciting violence. All of the left rhetoric calling Donald Trump a Nazi, comparing him to Hitler, um, saying that the health care, Trump care, will kill people. That type of rhetoric isn't inciting. But a meme from a WWF, which is fake, is inciting violence. They can't have it both ways. Now, Jay, uh, what, what, you, you got any questions here for, for Megan from, uh, from, from Reagan Baby? Reagan Babe? I I don't know what Reagan Babe is. Yeah, explain so maybe... explain that to everybody okay. because there, 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 there's a lot of people because you're rebranding and some of the things. Kind of explain to us what Reagan Babe is. It's simply my blog. I started a blog two years ago with a different name. It's now ReaganBabe.com. I was not seeing truth in the headlines. Uh, I consider Andrew Breitbart one of my mentors. Um, we worked together on a few projects. And I was encouraged and inspired not only by his attack on the Democrat media complex, which he referred to as the MSM, but I was also inspired by Ronald Reagan and the character and the success of his presidency. So ReaganBabe.com is simply my blog where I invite uh, a variety of contributors. I have fraud investigators, investigative journalists, other radio hosts that uh, expose the truth to my audience. And uh, we do so on a near daily basis. Now uh, we've got a great guest with us today. Uh, CNN is, is is drawing some backlash here. Um, is, is is this just another situation of uh, CNN just can't get out of their own way? Is that what's going on here, Megan? Well, I, I think that they're just so blinded by their ideology and working with the Democrat and on behalf of the Democrat Party that they've abandoned all objectivity. Uh, you know, their primary duty is, like I said, to seek report find, seek, report the truth. Uh, and instead what they've done is, is basically chase uh, any type of story, specifically having to do with Russia, in order to sabotage the election results and undermine this presidency. So I think they are their own worst enemy, especially when Jeff Zucker is on the record stating that they were going to run the Russian story, which was a nothing burger, according to many at CNN, including Van Jones, uh, they were going to run that story because it was good for ratings. Uh, now they believe that uh, another Russia story, which is also a nothing burger, against Donald Trump Jr. is good for ratings. So they're going to run with that. It's amazing how uh, after Van Jones was exposed calling Russia a nothing burger by James O'Keefe through Project Veritas, 
uh, they had to change, change the headlines. And now they are simply attacking Donald uh, Trump Jr. And they believe that this is going to be effective. But when you look at their ratings, they're being beat by Yogi Bear reruns. Uh, so they're, they're really not doing what Jeff Zucker is, is wanting to do, and that's boost their ratings. The problem is that Jeff Zucker is running a news organization like he would a Hollywood movie set. Um, the, the, the two should not be intertwined. Um, he, like I said, the, the, the primary purpose of the, the press, which is a free press, should also be fair. And, and they've abandoned all objectivity in order to stump for the Democrat Party and be activists of a political party instead of working on behalf of the American people. We've got uh, Megan Barth with us today from Reagan Babe, and uh, Jay Bird Wells with us today, best-selling author. And uh, and 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 Jay, uh, we, we we've got another female conservative with us today. It, it seems like on the Sunday show, you're 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 kind of uh, uh, the only conservative besides me. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so it's 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 good to have somebody who kind of thinks the way we think here here today. Yes. I think there's some probably some areas we'll all agree to disagree on, but for the most part, it's nice to sit there and not hear somebody talk about how we need to get rid of the electoral college and all that kind of carp. Now, uh, now, make- now, Megan, what, 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 what do you make of that? That there's a lot of folks that that are really pushing for this. Uh, let's get rid of the electoral college. Uh, I haven't heard that lately, but maybe I just haven't been paying attention. Uh, but that was always, the, you know, the, uh, that that's always been, you know, the first bane uh, of existence when it comes to the Democrats. We have to understand that the progressives, the Democrats, uh, want to change the Constitution according to their whims and desires. They believe it to be a living document, a living and breathing document, but only should it change to their whims and desires, no one else's. Uh, they love the Constitution when it comes to federalism and protecting illegal aliens, uh, but that's really the only time they love federalism. Uh, and so uh, the Electoral College is, is one of the most brilliantly designed mechanisms in order to have free, fair, and balanced elections. Uh, they want to abandon the Electoral College now because they want uh, illegal immigrant populations predominantly in liberal echo chambers, which is New York City and L.A., to run the country. That is why we have the Electoral College, so it represents all of the country, and this just not bastions of the progressive movement. Um, The founders uh, had enough foresight and foreshadowed um, that the Electoral College was necessary in order to balance the power throughout the country, knowing that people would tend to flock to uh, urban destinations and coastal destinations. And so without the Electoral College, Donald Trump would not have won the election. But without the Democrats, Donald Trump... would have Obama. Obama wouldn't have won it either without the Electoral College. But they didn't want to get rid of it then. Right. Well, like I said, they only want to change things when it doesn't work for them, uh, even though they're constitutionally sound. Um, but what I was going to say is that Donald Trump... Uh, the Electoral College uh, provided Donald Trump the presidency, but also the, the Democrats in the Rust Belt. Without the Democrats in the Rust Belt, the hardworking men and women in the Rust Belt from uh, Pennsylvania to Indiana to Michigan to Wisconsin, 
Uh, these states carried Donald Trump, the Electoral College, and these are the states that Hillary Clinton, the Democrat Party, abandoned. Uh, that's why they're struggling to have a message. And with this struggle is going to come future losses. They've already lost four or five special elections throughout the country, and I don't see that changing anytime soon unless they actually craft a uh, inspiring message and they become for something instead of against everything. You can't win elections when you're against everything. You have to stand for, for something. For for some people that might not understand the electoral college, it's like, you know, I, I live on a farm, and I don't need somebody who lives in the city telling me how to run my farm because they don't live on a farm and they don't understand it. And that's basically the electoral college is it, it gives the farmers uh, a vote. Yeah, exactly. Um, the Electoral College is important in that uh, it gives everyone a voice and a vote, not just highly densely or high density populated areas that we find on the coastal cities, which yeah. are echo chambers of progressives. Uh, and, and so we avoid having mob rule by having the Electoral College. Girl, you gotta stay in touch with me. <laughs> See, I told I told you you would you would. You, you would can find like me Megan. on ReaganBabe.com on on Facebook at ReaganBabe and on Twitter at ReaganBabe. You definitely made a migrate. Well, happy to follow back. <laughs> <laughs> now, uh, now I have to find me first because I'm um, like I said I'm fighting a migraine. So find me first, <laughs> and I'll, I'll hit you up. It is, uh, it is, it is Megan Barth. She's with us today. Uh, Reagan Babe is the uh, is the blog, is the website. Um, what 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 other things do you see on the horizon that uh, that that we're going to have to be dealing with here very soon, uh, coming down the line with the headlines and different things that that, that happen every day, Megan. Well, it's hard to say what's going to be in the headlines, but, but I can tell you what I've been talking about, what I've been talking about all last week, and we'll be talking about this week as well. And the FBI just upped their investigation into Jane Sanders. Um, this story is not getting any legs because, again, it's Democrats or independents like Bernie under federal investigation, FBI investigation. And I write about this on ReaganBabe.com, the body and Clyde of Burlington College. Uh, Jane Sanders and Bernie Sanders are under federal FBI investigation. Um, that investigation is, is gaining some steam. Uh, Jane Sanders basically bankrupted the college by securing a $10 million loan to purchase land for Burlington College while she was president. She guaranteed on loan documents approximately $2 million in collateral. And, mm. and that promise and that collateral was supposedly, uh, you know, determined pledges that she was expecting and had on the books to receive. Well, she only raised $200,000 out of that $2 million, yeah. thereby sending the college into financial crisis. Well, Bernie is also under investigation for using his senatorial influence on the banks to loan his wife the money. Now, this story is very interesting, not only because she bankrupted a college that had been around since the 1970s, uh, but the investigation started under Barack Obama and Loretta Lynch back in February of 2016. This wasn't some sort of Republican operative hit job. Uh, this, was a Barack this was Barack Obama, Loretta Lynch, and their FBI under James Comey opening a federal investigation into uh, a Democrat presidential candidate. 
Now, if you think about it, you had Hillary and Bill Clinton both under FBI investigation during the primary, and now you had Bernie and Jane Sanders both under FBI investigation during the Democrat primary. I mean, this is history in the making. I mean, if Jeff Zucker wants ratings, this is a great story for ratings. <laughs> yes. And on top of that, after the college was so the FBI investigation was opened in February 2016, the college closed under financial strife in, in May of 2016, and oh, guess what? There was a burglary at Burlington College in July of 2016 where the burglars stole all of their, many of the computers, destroyed the other computers, uh, and made away with the hard drive and server, which have yet to be found. Now, I would think that those types of documents found in the server and hard drive would be very helpful to the FBI in their investigation. Oops. And I find it highly coincidental that there just so happened to be a burglary at Burlington College in the middle of an FBI investigation, and they made off with the documents uh, and the hardware needed for an FBI investigation. Funny how that happened, isn't it? Oops. Mm-hmm. But this is the stuff that you won't hear on the mainstream media. This is the stuff that I found for ReaganBabe.com by going to something called the VermontDigger.org, which is a watchdog group in Vermont that was reporting extensively on this robbery as well as the FBI investigation when no other mainstream outlet would. Now, is there, like, public documents to back some of the stuff up? Well, absolutely, or else I wouldn't have put it on my website. Everything that I put on my website is well-sourced. Um, well-sourced by fraud investigators, well-sourced by myself, well-sourced by investigative reporters. Um, mm -hmm. I do not publish anything that is not well-sourced. Awesome. Awesome. This isn't speculation. These are all from police reports, affidavits, public records, uh, you know, public filings. Oh, and in the burglary, I should probably mention, they made off with a getaway van after they had cut all the surveillance equipment that was around the administration buildings where the computers were housed. Holy and smokes. And they caught the guy. They caught the guy in the getaway van with all of the stolen equipment. Uh, but before the Burlington Police Department could interview him, the DA in New York, where he was caught just a few hours later, uh, sent him back to Pennsylvania on an outstanding warrant. Uh, the server the uh, hard drive, and the only suspect in this robbery to this day remain missing. Holy smokes. The, the, mm -hmm. This is absolutely amazing. The, We've got Megan The Bonnie and Clyde of Burlington College. Mm -hmm. You can find it on ReaganBabe.com. Heck of a deal. <laughs> well, uh, well, well, Megan, I, I appreciate you being with us, and uh, thanks for coming in and chatting with us, and uh, th thanks for providing a... Uh, uh, a, a public service that you do, my friend, and uh, you are absolutely Anytime. amazing. Well, thank you. I appreciate it, James, and um, I thank you so much for the time today. Definitely. Do well, I have time for a question? Yes, go. Jump in there. Jump in there, my friend. Um, did Do you get funds through your blog, your website, or how, how do you raise no, money? No, I do not. So how how do you raise money to be able to sit down and type this whole time? Is it you have a day job, and then this is just oh yeah, a public I, ha I have yes, I I have a day job, but I also receive money for some of my writing. Um, I publish op eds through a variety of publications like uh, the Daily Caller, um, 
National Review, et cetera. So it, it just depends on um, how I'm hired, what I'm hired to, to write about. Um, for example, cool. I wrote about Puerto Rico before it went bankrupt, so I know a lot about Puerto Rico. <laughs> <laughs> you know, but I can't my writing. Your sponsors can't sit there and dictate what you write. No, they could reject what I write, but they can't dictate what I write. That's cool. They could say, really we cool. want you to write on the Puerto Rico, Puerto Rico pending bankruptcy. Okay. So I write about the Puerto Rico pending bankruptcy at the time. Or I want you to write about Elon Musk. Uh, okay, so I write about Elon Musk. Um, and so they can reject anything I write, and they don't have to pay, for, uh, pay me for it, but they've yet to reject it. That's so, see, awesome. that's the problem with the mainstream. Um, well, I mean, that's the problem with uh, TV and, uh, uh, and uh, news is that, you know, if the advertisers or the sponsors don't like the story or if it digs up dirt on them... Um, the newspaper or the television station will sit there and trash the story. Right, yeah, I don't have that luxury. I can't um, run sponsors through my website um, it, for, for, for many reasons. But um, I do make money from my writing, but it does not. The, the writing will appear on my website, uh, but I can't advertise on my website. I guess that's a better way to put it. Well, that's you know cool. what? I'm sorry, but that's probably where we need to start going with uh, and and heal heal uh, in the news, so to say. Well, when you attack the sponsors, it certainly hurts their pocketbook, and that's one thing that the left is very good at by trying to silence dissent, uh, specifically from conservative uh, outlets or, or commentators. Uh, they run boiler rooms to basically assault the sponsors, and we saw this with Hannity, and we saw this with Bill O'Reilly, yeah. and we saw this with others. Yeah, and so, um, you know, we don't have operations like that on the right, although I think we're getting better because we have a lot of guerrilla journalists that are rising up through the ranks on the right. And one last thing I'll point out is when um, CNN attacked that Reddit user, what morons, they underestimated exactly how many conservatives are on Reddit and how many conservatives are graphically talented and Trump supporters. And so the memes just kept coming out against CNN, whether it was The Matrix or whether it was, you know, Blazing Saddles or whatever it was. I mean, it became an absolute um, comedy. And so, uh, you know, CNN, as well as the Democrats, underestimate their opposition. And there are more of us on the right than there are of them. The difference is, is that the left has a very well-funded, loud mob. Um, we we don't we have jobs, uh, and so we don't we're not paid by the various George Soros operations to okay. go out and agitate, to go out and agitate and riot and, and create a lot of noise. Uh, but I think we're going to see a lot of changes uh, come down the pike very soon. You you mean the money that he earned over in in Germany? Well, he's he's earned his money all over the world. I mean, he bankrupted the ruble. He bankrupted the pound. He's uh, banned from Hungary, his home country. Uh, he's a billionaire because he's literally bankrupted countries by shorting their currency. And so he's established George Soros, 200 uh, non-governmental organizations in this country that all operate under the Open Societies Foundation. And he uses these to funnel money to anti-American groups, domestic terrorist groups, et cetera. 
And so what I would like to see is our country do the same as Hungary and ban his NGOs from this country because they are anti-American and he should be charged with sedition. It's a heck of a heck, heck, heck of a stance on things. I, I love it, Megan. I think I think that's awesome. Well, I mean, I, we, we have to start taking our laws seriously. We have espionage laws on the books, treason laws on the books, sedition laws on the books for a reason. And what these activities that George Soros has um, engaged in um, are undermining democracies throughout the world. That is why he's banned from Hungary. His own home country will not let him or his organizations in the country because his organizations seek to destroy law and order. And so I think we really have to... Jeff Sessions is coming out to Vegas here. He's going to be here until Wednesday. I'm meeting with one of his uh, people while he's out here. And this is something I'm going to bring up. We have to treat our laws that are on the books, and we have to enforce our laws on the books, and we have to look at how the money is being funneled into a variety of anti-American organizations that seek to do nothing but destroy our republic. Well, we and need fundamentally to fundamentally transform it. We need to take some of the stupid laws off the books because I think, I think every human is breaking what five federal laws a day. Is that what the statistic well, is? I don't know what the statistic is, but I can tell you that George Soros is an enemy of our state, and he is one of the primary funders of the DNC. And so they work hand-in-hand. Hand. Um, this type of relationship needs to be exposed. His son, if, when George Soros is long gone, his son is going to have the reins, and his son is just as bad. You have to cut off the money. You always follow the money. That's what I always do. You always follow the money, and you see where that leads, and then you have to cut off the money if it's used for seditious purposes. I keep trying to uh, encourage my fans to send me money so that I can be on the same playing field. Oh, right. Exactly. I know, right? And one thing that the conservative movement does not have uh, are, you know, the uh, billionaire donors like Soros and those in Hollywood uh, that fund a variety of, of, of these NGOs, these organizations. Um, we simply just don't have that. The left, the left always points to the Koch brothers. Well, they have Americans for Prosperity. I mean, that's it. <laughs> oh, that's all we got. Well, you know, I'm sorry, but during World War II, uh, most of the conservatives were fighting uh, the Nazis, and George Soros was deep in, in bed with them. That's right. I mean, that's, that's right. how he got his. How that, that's how he got his money. Was it wasn't honest. And a lot of the conservatives tried to to do the right thing, even if it kills them. That's right. Even if it makes enemies. Yes, yes. That 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 I, I agree with you on that. Well, uh, well, Megan, we've uh, we've got to run along, my friend. But uh, I, I thank you for being with us. And uh, Jay, I will be back with you here in just a second, my friend. All right. All right, James. Thanks, Jay. Appreciate it. Thank you, Megan. Appreciate it. That was Megan Barth. We are going to take a break and uh, come back with more. 
here on our big broadcast. We've got a musical showcase coming up here in just a few seconds. If you want to get a hold of us on line you can do so jiggyjaguar.com is the website radiozenu.com and uh it's a musical showcase coming up right now i'll be your every wish it is michael gentry right now i'll be yours for beauty do i long to see Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.